0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending December 12th of 2020, tenants who owe back rent, CEO economic predictions, and tiny home popularity. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week that's been impacted by a pandemic that's growing worse and an impasse on badly needed stimulus. The latest report on jobless claims shows a surge in new claims because of the pandemic. They rose to a three-month high of 853,000 last week. That follows a previous drop in claims during Thanksgiving, so the new numbers may include people who filed a few days later because of the holiday. But on a positive note, the number of available jobs rose in October, The Labor Department says that job openings rose from 6.49 million in September to 6.65 million in October. It also reported that about 5.8 million people were hired in October. The industries with the most new job openings were healthcare and manufacturing. Consumer prices are rising a bit, but they're still way below the 2% target for inflation. The government says they rose 0.2% in November. That didn't change the Consumer Price Index, which is still at 1.2%. The index was 2.3% before the start of the pandemic. Consumer sentiment hit a new pandemic high for December. The University of Michigan says it's up to 81 thanks to Democratic euphoria over the results of the presidential election. Watch is calling it a Biden boost. Checking in on mortgage rates, the average hasn't moved much in the last three weeks. Freddie Mac says there was no change this past week in the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The average is at 2.71 percent, while the 15-year is at 2.26 percent. And in other news making headlines, almost 12 million renters will owe more than $5,000 in back rent and utilities in just a few weeks when the federal eviction moratorium is lifted. An analysis by Moody's Analytics shows the average amount owed is $5,850, Although the job market has recovered substantially, millions of people are still unemployed. Families with kids are getting hit the hardest. Census data shows that 21% are falling behind on rent. Without some form of relief, they could face eviction when the moratorium is over. Economists that include the head of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, say that Congress needs to pass a new stimulus package, but talks remain deadlocked over a few partisan issues. Meantime, the vaccine rollout begins, but it could be several months before enough people are vaccinated to control the pandemic and get people back to work. Many of the nation's CEOs believe the economy will return to pre-pandemic levels sometime in the coming year. In a quarterly survey by the Business Roundtable, the CEOs of some of the nation's biggest companies offered an upbeat forecast. They're optimistic about sales growth and capital spending, and they plan to do some hiring and investing over the next six months. Economists at the National Association of Realtors say the economy has already regained about 12.3 million jobs, but another 9.3 million are needed to hit their goal. NAR's chief economist Lawrence Yun says the housing market has been soaring despite the subdued job market due to record low mortgage rates. But he added the rates will not fall further so that jobs recovery becomes even more important to sustain home buying. Jobs are also critical for commercial real estate. The CEOs expect to see the annual rate of economic growth to hit 1.9%. And the popularity of tiny homes has gotten a boost from the pandemic. According to a survey by IPX 1031, 56% of Americans say they would live in a tiny home, and 86% of first-time buyers say they would. Tiny homes are affordable. They can range in price from $30,000 to as much as $100,000. But compared to a median start home for 233,000, tiny homes are a lot cheaper. With more people working from home, some are setting up tiny homes to use as an office. Anyone who needs to meet with clients can do so without having them inside their main living quarters. The National Association of Realtors has launched a new nonprofit organization to represent property owners during policy decisions in Congress. The American Property Owners Alliance will help keep property owners informed on issues impacting ownership and will advocate for their best interests. The APOA will be funded by NAR, but will operate independently. APOA director, Kevin Sears says, property ownership is essential to strong communities throughout the country. The Alliance will foster and defend property ownership in communities through educating property owners about federal issues and mobilizing advocates through the U.S. to secure those rights and interests. Well, if you'd like to find out more about any of these stories, you can go to newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.